Thank you for joining the Simpsonville Simply Said podcast, a podcast by the City of Simpsonville to help connect community members with their local leaders, decision makers, and public servants. I'm your host and City's Community Relations Specialist, Justin Campbell. If you want to make sure the latest episode of Simply Said appears in your Apple Podcasts or Spotify feeds, be sure to follow one or both apps. Set it and forget it, if you will, and give us some feedback. Positive, negative, neutral. We just want to know what you think. Episode 9 of the Simpsonville Simply Said podcast features Simpsonville Parks and Recreation Director Robbie Davis, a 30-year veteran of the city. In our conversation, Robbie and I talk about the mission of Simpsonville Parks and Rec, what Simpsonville Parks and Rec has to offer, and Robbie's penchant for coming up with creative nicknames. Remember to subscribe and listen to the Simply Said podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Check out simplysaidpodcast.com and send us a question or comment to contact at simplysaidpodcast.com. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Robbie, thank you for joining us on the Simpsonville Simply Said podcast. Well, thank you for having me, Justin. Happy to have you. How's it feel to be the first department head to join us? Uh, like a little guinea pig. Right. No, I'm just teasing. Uh, just no, always happy to get the recreation word out there and uh, glad to help you. You know, it's, I've been trying to get on here for about four months now, but because uh, this podcast is the uh, the most popular thing going on on the Golden Strip. Isn't it though? Between Howard Stern and uh, Joe Rogan, <laughs> I mean, Justin Campbell's the hottest thing on the market right now. Watch so, out, Howard feel, and Joe. I feel privileged to be on here, so... Uh, Look out, TikTok, you're next. Here we go. Well, if it's a privilege to have you on here. Uh, we always start each episode out with a trivia question. Uh, don't answer right away. We're going to give it until the end of the episode to give our you know, couple of listeners a chance to uh, think of the, the answer. I don't know that anybody else but you would know this. In what year and month was the grand opening of the activity and senior center held? And I'm not asking you for the day, just the year and the month that the grand opening for the activity and senior center being held. All right? That's a good one. I got another one for you. Sure. Let's add this in. What private business operated out of the Simpsonville Senior Center for three years before leaving after it opened? Well, that you're going to educate me. There you go. I could try to think of the answer while we're talking, but I'm not going to come up with it. So I look forward to hearing hopefully both both answers from you. Absolutely. All right, let's get started. First, tell us about yourself. Anything you'd like to, your education, uh, where you're from, your background. Well, I'm from a little town called Wareshoal, South Carolina. It's about 30-something miles from here. Um, born and raised. Uh, after graduating high school, went to Clemson University. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Got a degree there in uh, 1985 in parks, recreation, and tourism management with an emphasis in community recreation, what we do now. And um, straight out of college, you got hired uh, at the Irmo Chapin Recreation Commission as an athletic coordinator. That's a um, small small town? It's Irmo? a suburb of Columbia. Okay. Uh, in all honesty, about uh, it reminded me of Simpsonville okay. uh, when I came here. Um Worked my way up as an athletic director, and uh, after about eight years, was ready uh, in my head that uh, I wanted to be a director. So 1993 rolls around, and a um, uh, job opening come up in Nabbyville. 
mm-hmm. South Carolina. Uh, that was back near home. So uh, we moved up there, and uh, I became the director there for about three years. And then um, 1996, uh, this job came open. Right. And uh, tell you a little quick story. Sure. Um, in Abbeville, we hosted a little 92-year-old, what we called a half-star tournament. Mm-hmm. And I had invited some teams up from Simpsonville. And uh, we, we were in a pretty good little tournament because there wasn't a lot of sanctioned tournaments for that age group back then. Right. And um, so um, um, everything went good. Met some uh, good people from up the Simpsonville area. And then um, about a year after that, I had one of the coaches call me and let me know that there was a job opening for a rec director in Simpsonville. Okay. And back then, there was two ways to find out. It was word of mouth, or you had to open the Sunday paper and see the classifieds. You didn't have or, LinkedIn. No, I didn't yeah. have all this technology we've got now, or social media. So the um, uh, gentleman's name was Jim Bolt, and he said, Robbie, I think, uh, you know, um, just being around you in Abbeville, and, uh, you might be a good fit up here. And uh, so I applied, and got the opportunity to interview uh, got called back for the second and uh, uh, it went r- real well and uh, here we go I've been here almost 28 years now does it feel like almost three decades uh, no it doesn't it right. really just seems like um, you know it, it I don't want to say it just started but uh, seen a lot of changes we've done a lot of changes right so uh, um, I imagine you. I've seen you. You've you have fun in the position. Well, I I honestly, in my second interview, I was what can I do to set myself apart from just the other people? Right. And I designed a plan of what I would do in this city. I wanted to do, and I I'll, I'll tell you, I copied it kind of from Irma. Yeah. I, I cut my teeth down there and had a really good program, senior program, which. We really didn't have here a uh, big athletic program. And um, so I developed this this information booklet that that's what I was going to do and presented it at my second interview. And I really feel like that kind of set me off that they say, hey, this guy's got a plan. Um, about four years later, the mayor called me in his office, and he still had a copy. Mm. And he goes, let's see what you said you would do. And we were pretty much on task, so I felt nice. I felt like that was a, a a good thing that helped me, and also the progressiveness of this city. Right uh, again, it, it reminded me of Irma. It was we were on the we were on the rise. Um, people had a passion for what they do, and that's what I want to come back to. That I have a passion for what I do. I'm 62. I still have a passion for recreation. Mm-hmm. I told them back then. When I lose it, that's when you need to get rid of me. Right. And I think I carry that to this day. Uh, as I told you earlier, I can ramble about recreation all day long. I love it. Talk about it. I know it. Right. Um, so, um, and we're not afraid. We haven't been afraid over the years to adapt and change mm-hmm. with the times. Um, we are recreation. We understand where we're at in the in the in the pecking order of police fire public right. works uh but um it's uh i still carry it today that passion and uh, uh i think recreation is very important to a community uh so um that's uh i got that's, that's kind of a little a little backstory of how yeah. I, how i got to simpsonville with the help of some of simpsonville people i got a quick story for you a little bit little similar to uh 
the plan you brought to your second interview. Uh, when I had my second interview for the, the community relations specialist position back in uh, spring of 2018, uh, I had a uh, close person close to me at the time said, you know, what what are they wanting to do? And I said, they, you know, the city administrator mentioned doing a newsletter at some point. And she said, well, you should make a newsletter for your second interview. Just do, you know, the, the cover of the newsletter, the first page. So I probably spent six hours on that thing one day and I brought it and showed Diana and later I found out you know it was kind of between one other person and me and that newsletter uh, that kind of mock-up of one she said is what did it so and, and then within a year I, you know we had the newsletter so that follow-through is important and you're definitely someone who follows through when you're not following through at Parks and Rec what do you do for fun? What hobbies do you have? Do you have any fun? Well, as uh, much sports that I'm around and senior activities, uh, my hobby, uh, my hobby right now is my grandchildren uh, and spectator sports. I love college football, college baseball, and softball, um, and just being with these grandkids. Until you have them, you, you you can't express it. You have two. Uh, I have three, three. Um, six-year-old, um, eight-month-year-old, and a three-month, and it's uh, uh, their joy, and it's uh, it's it's good to be a part of their lives, and so I still have the energy to be a part of their yeah. lives. But you know, let me say also, with this twenty-seven years that I've plus that I'm, I'm I've been here, um, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the staff people that we've got, right. and I've got some longevity in my staff. Um, it's they put the time, the effort, the sweat, the frustrations, mm-hmm. um, and, and they really care and take ownership of what we do. Um, you know, we don't have the biggest staff in the world. We have to stretch, but uh, they do an excellent job at what they are. And like I said, we change. We don't we don't mind changing. Right. We listen. Some things we we can't do. Some things we can do. Uh, but we have to do what's best for the program, and I think we've done a very good job of that. And with facilities, um, the city has, uh, you know, the activity and senior center was being built when I got here. Right. Uh, then we went to building Heritage Park in 2025, which is state-of-the-art facility. Uh, now we're redoing City Park. Is what all we had when we got here, and um, uh, they have put the effort. They've committed to the citizens that, hey. We understand your kids go to school all day and work hard. You go to work and you work hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to come home and have good facilities and your leisure activities. Well, that's what we're all about. Right. Uh, the senior citizens, uh, they do their playing during the day because they've earned it through right. the years now. So they got the daytime that we uh, we wrap up into. But um, like I said, and I've told people this so many times, when you move to a community, you expect the police and fire is going to be there for you. Right. You know your trash is getting picked up and the public works department is doing their, their job that they do. But I've always said you demand your recreation. People are very vocal of what they want to see, and we, we, we take that into account because they work hard. They want to come. Now they want to play hard. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, again, I deal with two things that's most precious to anybody. I deal with their kid and their money. Right. And, you know, 
They care what they happens care. to their money. Exactly, and they really care what happens to their kids, yep. and they, they should. And now I have to add a third thing when I talk to groups. I add a third thing. Now I, did, I deal with their kid. I deal with their money. And now I deal with their parents right. <laughs> at the senior center. Yeah. And uh, they're vocal about what their parents do, too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, But I tell you, it, it, is, uh, it, it is a – I always say I have the best job in the city. Because I get to play mm-hmm. and deal with a three-year-old, and our oldest senior at the center is 98 years old, wow. and he is still active. Good for him. And uh, well, I think you're you're getting at uh, something I wanted to ask, which is, how could you sum up the overall mission of Simpsonville Parks and Recreation Department? What is the mission or vision? What are y'all trying to do in a couple of sentences? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the uh, written version. Sure. That's yeah. out there. I know, like written everybody. versions. The written version is our mission is to enhance the quality of life for all citizens through the development of recreation facilities, services, and programs that promote a lifestyle of wellness, physical activities, and cultural experiences for all ages. Now, again, you're gonna read that blanket across about every website recreation that you run across right okay that's that's that blanket statement but again i I fall back to what i said a while ago you know the kids they work all day they want to play in the evening Mm -hmm. adults work hard all day want to play in the evening seniors play in the day they've earned it um city supported these programs so it's our job to provide the quality facilities the quality programming the expanded programming. Mm-hmm. We started out with base again the youth with baseball, cheerleading, football, and uh, basketball. That was the big three. Uh, we've we've expanded to flag footballs. You know, we do pickleball. We do um, yeah volleyball. Give us a rundown of everything um, that uh, yeah, Parks it, and Rec offers. Be glad to Justin and the youth. We offer basketball, which we just finished up. Spring baseball, spring softball. Spring flag football, spring volleyball, summer three-on-three basketball, fall tackle football, fall cheerleading, fall volleyball, fall flag football, fall baseball, and fall softball. Wow. Now, that runs anywhere from 3,500 to 4,000 kids. Uh, And what it does is we have a lot of kids in this community. We have a lot of people. And the facilities don't always catch up to the, the the population right so we're have to limit to have where your kids not playing a game at 10 o'clock at night right you know what i mean so we have we factor things in like that so uh um then in the adult world we offer pickleball city park being revamped we'll have tennis and pickleball there uh outdoor basketball courts uh disc golf and we have a community garden that the adults um participate in over Mm -hmm. at college park so that's just, you know, a few for adults. We have so many children. That's why we have so many youth activities. Right. The adults, you know, hey, they can get in their car and drive down to, say, one of the parks in Greenville County and play adult softball. Mm-hmm. We, t- we, we take care of the kids first. Yes. And then we go to the adults. Now, as far as senior activities, uh, exercise programs, dancing, day trips, day and night, billiards, card games of all kinds, you name it, we've got it. Uh, seminars, classes on you know tax help, health, um, meal functions, mm-hmm. um, exercise equipment that they do on their own, pickleball we just added uh, a few months ago, and the all-important, if you don't have it, you're nobody, 
Bingo. You gotta have bingo. We gotta have bingo. That's and, a classic. Uh, it's a classic, and uh, it is. Um, um, but we are an active senior center. Yeah. You drive to our senior center, or you're brought to our senior centers. You participate in activities. We do not tell you what to participate. When we give our 50-cent tours, we call it, with a new one, we tell them, here, take this calendar, take this list. You can't do everything on this list. Pick pick one, mm-hmm. two things that you like. If it's one day a week, do it. If it's two, three, do it. Just find something that you like to do. Stay active. It's, it'll prolong your life. Right. Quality of life helps. And I believe we've prolonged some lives and and nothing well, it else. It gives them a place to be social, too. Well, that's it. The social activity is more important, is as is, is, is much as important as these as as, physical as activities. As opposed to be, being shut in in your, your home all week. Because I'll tell you, during COVID, it was tough. We, we had to shut down. Yeah. And I really feel like that, um, you know, with no place to go, um, we had no virtual activities, you know, for that age group. There was no socialization. And um, uh, when we opened back up, it was like, you know, it was the grand opening again. Yeah. They were so tickled to come and just sit and talk. And, and I, I think that was very important. But um, uh, let me also add to the programs that we offer, special events. We just had daddy-daughter date night. Yes. It was the 27th straight sellout. Wow. Uh, we have Easter egg hunt, uh, National Day of Prayer, Memorial Day ceremonies, movies in the park, uh, in the amphitheater. We do celebrate Simpsonville. Uh, Halloween at Heritage Park. We have Veterans Day ceremony. Yeah. Uh, Breakfast with Santa, 27th straight sellout. Yeah. Uh, and we have Christmas at the park centered around the train. Um, you have the train. And we have the train. Heritage and I, Park and, Railway. And, and, I, and I want to get to that in a minute, if yeah. you don't mind. Uh, some of the outside events that we facilitate that we don't actually run, but we, believe it or not, we have a big koi show. Yeah. Every year at the center. That's something uh, something to see in it, person. Yes, it is. It's uh, some of those fish run five thousand to thirty thousand dollars, and we had one flown in from Hawaii one year. Wow. Uh, but uh, we have dog shows. Yeah. We have cat shows. We have craft shows. Uh, yard sales, indoor yard sales. Um, uh, we have high school reunions. Uh, people can rent the facility out, and like I said, we facilitate. Um, this is in one of the, a lot of these events are in the gyms. Yes. A lot of these events is, well, multi-purpose rooms. Gotcha. We like to duel everything. It's not just a gym. It's a multi-purpose room. And, that, and that's actually what it is. It's used for multiple purposes. We can do dances. We can do sporting events. We can have, again, National Day of Prayer, whatever you want to have uh, in those spaces. And um, leading from programs, I'm going to lead you to the facilities yeah. that we have. Uh, we operate about 10 facilities, parks, buildings, from the Activity and Senior Center, which is Senior Center by day, Rec Center by night for the kids. Um, we have Heritage Park. It's about a 140-acre park with an amphitheater. Uh, City Park is being revamped now. Uh, I think the people's going to be very pleased with the plan that is uh, in place there. Real quick, if you can name one thing about the new city park that you're really excited about, what would it be? One thing, I'm excited about the natural playground that is going to be a It's not your normal playground where it's 
things are brought in, erected, and things. It's the natural, the slide is built into a natural hill. Uh, you know, you know our zip line. It's coming back, folks. The zip line's don't, coming. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, but I, I really think it's the playground. It's an interactive playground as well. And um, for ages 12 down, and it's sectional, sectioned off. And I, I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be one of the focal points of the, uh, of the park. But again, you know, my athletic background, uh, the two dedicated rectangle fields, which football slash soccer slash lacrosse, we've never had that in Simpsonville. So this is a first. Good. So we are, the athletic staff is very excited. So uh, um, I'll say those two things are, are, are really what I'm excited about. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but continue, but over, sorry to but, interrupt. No, but overall the, the, the park is going to be, Again, a gym for the uh, the city center. Yeah, and uh, with the municipal complex being there as well, um, it, it's just it's just an added bonus for us. As I said, city park. Then we have Woodside Park, uh, College Park, four pickleball ports, courts we just built there. Yeah. There's where our Harmony Garden is, our community garden. Uh, then we have some what I call some passive pocket parks, uh, Anglewood Park, um, Tebblewood Park, and um, Alder Park are all this are over in the Westwood community, and uh, then we have Forest Park on the um, uh, northeast of town, small passive park. Yeah, and then we have the Simpsonville Arts Center that we will be um, that we facilitate as far as the theater events, art vendors, and things like yeah. that. Our department is over, so uh, rental spaces are available at all of them. Go to the website simpsonville.com and check them out. I'll expand on Heritage Park just a minute. Sure. We have the Heritage Park Railway, which is a miniature replica steam engine train that will hold about 52 people with a combination of kids and adults. It runs April through December, Saturdays and Sundays. Saturdays, 10 a.m. to uh, 6 p.m. Sundays from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, it's $3 a ride, one of the best attractions in the city, yeah. and that's weather permitting. As as you would imagine, I would say um, one of the best attractions in the upstate, if not the state, because people come from Georgia, North Carolina, hour away within South Carolina. Uh, people love that train. They do, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I was uh, very skeptical when we uh, decided to purchase it because I figured kids ride it one time and one and done. It is the local people that keep this yeah. train moving, so to speak. My little boy, Alexander, loves trains and loves that train. I think he he enjoys watching it go because once he gets on, he's kind of like zoned out a little. He's not sure what's happening. But, yeah, we we brought him to the train multiple times throughout the year. Right. It's uh, And it has a playground that is right beside it. So uh, if the kid, like Alexander, he can stand in the playground and watch the choo-choo go Mm -hmm. around. But uh, we have a little depot, a miniature depot that we sell the tickets out of in some small concessions. And uh, But it is, uh, I think it's one of the gems of, of Heritage Park, like I you agree. said. And then uh, the other part of Heritage Park is uh, the CC&B Amphitheater that was built after the fact of the park being built. Yes. And that's a concert venue uh, managed by TRZ Management. Um, the city is a facilitator. We do not manage we do not book acts. We facilitate it. What my department does is basically we take care of the buildings if there's issues with them and the grounds. But we do not manage 
the the events and because people come to me all the time and say hey can you get uh they'll alan call ja- an artist name alan jackson can you get alan yeah. jackson well yeah i wish we could but uh, i don't have anything to do with it right. you know uh, i think people get a little com- confused so ccnb amphitheater is on city property the city owns it and trz management the city contracts with to manage the entertainment booking the acts getting event staff uh, so it's a lot of teamwork. Yes. Uh, ultimately, this is the city's venue, but we don't have the personnel and the staff to also, you know, work with talent agents and find acts and deal with contracts. Uh, TRZ management has done a pretty good job at, at managing it. Absolutely. They're, they're, they're the experts. They're, they have the expertise. Uh, we do not in recreation. And, uh, you know, you, you had, we had talked earlier about you know, something that the people don't know, and that's something a lot of the community assumes that the Parks and Rec, it's on our property that we manage. Right. We book shows. We control parking. None of that happens. Uh, again, we contract with TRZ. And uh, it's tough when you're dealing with 15,000 people coming to one venue at one place in a park. It really is. It's, it's challenging. Let's say that. And uh, TRZ's is very good job of, uh, of handling that on what we call game day, concert day. And um, uh, we staff takes, we, we take numerous calls, numerous emails, some good, some bad. Right. But uh, we, we will forward on concerns, issues, compliments. We, yeah. we do it all to TRZ. But uh, that is something that, uh, again, a lot of people think that we, the city, the Parks and Rec, control, and we do not. Right. Before we get back to our trivia question, I wanted to ask you about, uh, it's a very Robbie-specific question, nicknames. You are famous for a lot of things uh, for the city of Simpsonville and Parks and Rec. Uh, One thing that you are famous for is coming up with nicknames. Can you uh, tell me when that started, kind of the history of that? Justin, I I can't remember, but it was a way, you know, it was... uh... I could remember faces pretty well. Yeah. Names always kind of eluded you. Yes, it just 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 wouldn't stick, so to speak. And uh, uh, nicknames kind of helped me uh, remember people more. Or you know, you don't want to be when you see someone, you meet them for the second, third, fourth time, and you can't remember their name. Yeah, it's kind of a quirky feeling. You know, you you want to be personable and and just you know a, a nickname like. I'll throw John Derby out, for example. Right. You know, John Derby, John Derby. He's our, well, our new uh, planning director, yes. former well, city planner. My nickname for him is Kentucky. Kentucky, Kentucky Derby. Kentucky Derby. Yeah. I, I can look at him now and just say, now I know it's a little crazy and a lot of people will say stupid, but uh, it's just the way I, you know, I associate yeah. some people like that. And but, then the, uh, our city administrator, Diana, what's her nickname? Lady Di. You know, it's just and ama- you have, amazing, you have Gracie. Multiple, I have multiples. Nick, multiple I have multiples. nicknames, yeah. Um, so uh, that's, what, that's what really sets you apart. Anytime Robbie does something, he may do something that a lot of people do, but he takes it to a next level. And I've had a couple of nicknames. What, what's my nickname right now? Jut. Jut. Jut's the nickname today. Yeah. Justin, Jut. You're, what you're um, really doing is you're using a mnemonic device. Absolutely. To remember people's names. Faith, our um, uh, accountant in finance. Well, Faith, <laughs> uh, the old Scrugrats. Yeah. Well, her last name is Scruggs, so she's Mama Scrugrat to me. 
and because all first with all her little scrug rats and um it's just funny little things yeah uh, it, it's personable that i can relate with someone um well i think it's cool i think it's something that really captures your personality i i think it's a way for you to remember people's names but i also think it's because you like to have fun with people well one thing at uh way back in the beginning when I started out at Irmo, uh, I really tried to remember the kids' names. And I'm going to tell you why. Because when you're an adult and you got that six, seven, eight-year-old kid and you can call him out by name, you can say, uh, hey, Joey, how are you today? How'd yeah. you play tonight? You know, you got a connection there. It's not, hey, bud, or kid, you know, how'd you do? And I think he just, you, you form a little bond. It feels I, special. I'll give you a little story. Sure. Um, Played Santa Claus in the uh, parade several years. Yeah, the Simpsonville um, Chamber Christmas Parade. Yeah, and nobody knew it was me because you got the all the gear on. And coming down the street when you're ho ho hoing and Merry Christmas Simpsonville, and you look over and you say, "How you doing, Justin Campbell? I know what you want for Christmas. You ought to see some of these kids' eyes light up. Lose it. And then then the parents are going." Who is that? Maybe you know, is they, a Santa Claus. Oh man! But it's just fun things. Yeah. It, it's it's a fun thing for me, and uh, I I kind of picked that up a little bit too from uh, my good buddy who was the Fountain Inn director, Mister P D Terry, mm-hmm. a good friend of mine, and he does the same thing. Yeah, and it's um, it's it's just something to uh to to bond with somebody. What about one of your employees? Like, pick any Jamie, Michelle, uh, Josh. Lisa, <laughs> can you can you share any, any of those nicknames? I'm sitting here trying to think. You know, uh, we call Jamie. Uh, um, I call her Ponderosa. Yeah, you know, from Jamie the old Ponder. T-show. Yeah, Jamie Ponder, and um, she's one of your your senior. She's our coordinators. senior coordinator. Yep. Michelle Gonzalez is Gonzo. Yeah, uh, that's just again a shortened version. Ponderosa um, and Gonzo. Uh, just just a couple of those, yeah. and um, I'd like to know what they call them. I. I, I I can imagine what they call me. It's probably I don't probably don't even want to hear what they call me. <laughs> I imagine you probably have uh, a couple of nicknames. I've had several probably. But, one for uh, uh, when they're happy with you, and one for when they're not so happy. But absolutely. My my nickname for you, and I think Diana, our city administrator, I think this is her nickname for you is Hot Rob. Yeah. Hot Rob. Of course, I already know your name, but I enjoy the the back and forth. And whenever I start an email with, you know, Robbie, comma. It just it doesn't feel right. So just about every email. If anyone foiled my emails that, to you, they just see Hot Rob over and over again. So. Well, I just think it kind of leads to my personality a little yeah. bit too. That I, I think you got to have a little bit of personality in this job to, to 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 relate with people. And like I said, I deal with a lot of people, um, parents, yeah. seniors, uh, things like that. A whole age group that. Uh, a lot of people don't get to deal with. Like I said earlier, mm-hmm. the three-year-olds to the 98s. And uh, it's just it's just something funny, you know. A lot of times, a lot of seniors we have nicknames for them and things yeah. like that. And just it's just fun to play around yeah. and, and joke around with people. And then uh, well, maybe we need a little bit more of that. Yeah, in this, I think so. In this age we're in. Well, speaking of your personality, I know you have a great memory. Uh, you're well studied on Simpsonville history, <laughs> I'm sure. So let's get back to that trivia question. Um, in what year and month was the grant? And I, I hope you know this because I forgot to write it down. 
I might have to get up and grab the book, but in what year and month was the grand opening of the Activity and Senior Center held? The Activity and Senior Center was open in September of 1998. That's right. That's, that's, that's it. I remember. I'll never forget that day. It was one of the happiest days uh, in, in, the, in the rec department's life, so to speak. Uh, we had come from a dilapidated building. We had moved over to City Park uh, into a maintenance facility. We wow. moved to the old library wow. while it was being built. And uh, it was just a joy to finally get into a modern facility. And we kept part of the old. We integrated the old with the new with the old Woodside Gym and with the new City Park Gym and rooms and offices and things like that, which... Uh, was um, we needed it. This community deserved it. Again, uh, progressive community. Uh, what they had here's facilities uh, was very poor, and right. they stepped it up. And uh, from from pretty much that point, leading uh, council has really got behind and got behind the recreation department in terms of facilities and. Um, just right around town, you can look at yeah. it. You know, so. Uh, well, I want to ask a follow up question, but I need the book, so I'm going to pause this for a minute. All right, we're back. Uh, I have the book. It's Images of America, Simpsonville by Andrew M. Staten. You can get this at the CVS on West Fernwood or, or Southeast Maine. Uh, and your picture, Robbie, is actually in it. So anybody who wants to see a picture of Robbie uh, as, a, as a young guy, go pick this <laughs> book up. Uh, but here's a follow-up question. You got September, uh, and you got the year, 1998. Can you remember the the day of the month, like September 1st, 2nd, 3rd? Can you remember the day of the month? I'm going to throw out, and I haven't. you haven't showed it to me. I'm just going to guess, and I'm probably wrong. I'm going to say 17th. 29th. 29th. That's okay, funny. see? I think, actually, the 17th was... August 17th, 1996, when I was hired. So that's about oh. 17, I think. That was my, my late dad's birthday, August yeah, 17th. There you Great go. day. I, did you have a, a trivia question you Well, yes, share? I had asked you what business had operated out of the senior center for the first three years of, our, of the activity center's opening. Hmm. And it was the Greenville Hospital System Life Center. Really? They operated a health and fitness club in the upper mezzanine level mm-hmm. uh, for about three years. Uh, went so well, they had so many members that they uh, had to move because they outgrew the facility. We were recreation seniors downstairs, and we were life center upstairs, two separate en- entities. Yeah. And I think they moved over to the old Hovis building. I don't know if they're still there to right. this day, but... Uh, uh, that was a satellite from the life center from down, down by the hospital. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it was, um, they were seven days a week. Like I said, a lot of people participated and, uh, that's probably something a lot of people probably have forgotten. Yeah. And so when they moved out, we had what we called all that space upstairs and it was like, what are we going to do with it? Well, light bulb went off and we had an elevator that went from floor one to two and that uh, enabled us to dedicate a true senior center area, dedicated bathrooms, open area where we could uh, put uh, chairs, tables, exercise equipment. Yeah. We had locker rooms, 
uh, that our seniors use as far as storage of, of their things where they don't have to lug things back and forth. Now, we did take out the showers right? Uh, and, and things like that and made little storage areas there. But uh, it, it gives them a, a sense of belonging, a, a sense of place that this is, this is their exactly. area. Exactly. It is what we call dedicated space. It is their dedicated space. We don't uh, rent that area out. Uh, we don't want uh, things being messed with because, trust me, they'll tell me when something's out of place. Of course. But uh, um, we do activities there Monday through Friday uh, from 8 a.m. to 4.30 uh, for them that is dedicated. And uh, then we close it down, and the bottom becomes the rec center mm-hmm. with the gymnasiums and a couple of meeting rooms down there. And uh, they're, they're, they were excited because before, while the Life Center was there, we had to move them from a room to a room to a gymnasium. They were always getting moved here to there. And we were just starting out as a senior center. We didn't we didn't have a handful. Right. Uh, but we we have to keep records for Greenville County Redevelopment Authority because we get some grants from them every year. And right now I think we are at active seniors of fourteen hundred and thirty nine. Wow. Now that's a lot of people. Now that doesn't mean they all come Every, every week, yeah. you know, once they some of them may just come to the meal function. I know you have some every day, some once a week, some yes. every now and then. Uh, we we do, and uh, some just go, some just do trips. Uh, so and that's fine. Yeah, uh, like I said earlier, find something you like, do it. Harris Casino sends a charter bus down here every quarter, uh, picks the seniors up for for free. Uh, and takes them to Harris, uh, 52, and it's packed every time. Yeah, uh, We chartered through other companies to do, I think they got a trip to Savannah coming up in in uh, May. Uh, they go to Myrtle Beach. We do things like Flat Rock Playhouse, Biltmore House. Um, Whatever it is, it gives them something to look forward to, whether it's playing bingo or going to the casino. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, again, if... Uh, if you're listening out there, and uh, you know, the best the best advertisement I've got is word of mouth. Uh, a lot of people, believe it or not, live in this town, still don't know Heritage right. Park's there. Yeah, they don't know the senior centers there. And uh, with social media, you know, every I, I feel like everybody already know everything. Yeah. Uh, but uh, for someone who wants to start coming to the senior center, do they have to sign up or pay anything? Or good question, Justin. There is no membership fee. Okay. Uh, if you are fifty, we recognize fifty and over as a senior. All we ask you to do is come in, fill out an emergency contact form. You know. Um, uh, God forbid something happened while you're there, but we won't right. be able to get in touch with somebody if something, if you're not feeling well or whatever the case may be. Uh, we won't be able to get in touch with somebody. So that's all we ask you to do. And uh, that's how we chart our our clientele and yeah. keep up with things like well, that. Well, in so, 16 years, I'll be able to fill out that well, emergency and, contact form. Uh, I hope I'm still there participating with you. I'll put you as down, a participant. Put you down as my emergency yeah. contact. We'll shoot some pool. There you go. Well, I think you should probably write a book when you retire 10 years from now. No, I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Too, too uh, many anonymous, uh, anonymous it, it, people. To, it would be to anonymous. Know. Well, um, Robbie, I'd like to say that while you are known for your energy, fun-loving spirit, and good work ethic, you are most known for being the best friend anyone could have. 
a lot of us with the city say, if you can't get along with Robbie Davis, then you can't get along with nobody. So we really appreciate you. Well, I, I appreciate those uh, kind words, Justin. And like, you know, I've told my staff, I said, the senior staff, I said, you treat these people like they're your grandparents. Yeah. The athletic staff, you treat these kids like they're your kids. You know, you treat these parents like they're your brothers, your sisters. Now, <laughs> okay, as a big family, yeah, we have joy, we have fights, we have fusses, yep. we have things like that. It happens. We're we're passionate about it. Our we're families, yeah. you know. So, but if 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 we do that, we'll do a good job. And uh, uh, we don't mind, like I said, we don't mind suggestions changing some things. We can some things we can't do. We have to look at the whole. But uh, um, well, I'll treat you like my grandfather. I, there you I'll go. Take Ten dollars for my. My birthday, my birthday card each year. But uh, here you go, Hot Rob. Thank you again for being on the Simpsonville Simply Said podcast. Thank you for having me, Justin. It was a pleasure. It was. Thank you again for listening to the Simpsonville Simply Said podcast and tuning in to part one of the department series. Part two of the series will feature Simpsonville Public Works Director Andy West, a 16-year veteran of the city. Andy became Public Works Director in 2019 and by 2021 led a smooth, successful transition to in-house sanitation. I look forward to talking to him about it, and we hope you will join us. All right, I'm simply out. The Simpsonville Simply Said podcast is written, produced, and hosted by me, Justin Campbell. The theme music is by Uncle Mitch, whose conflict resolution skills are mostly better than those of Uncle Scar's. Thank you to the city of Simpsonville for its support. Simpsonville is indeed simply home. <laughs>